Why is it that narcissists just can't let go? Why do they hold on so much? Why does it seem like they never can actually let go of you? You think the relationship should be over, you think it should be finished, you break up, you move on, get divorced, whatever it is. Why do they still hold on? Has that ever popped up in your mind? Is that something you ever question? Oftentimes this can happen. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I run Raw Motivations. I'm a self-aware narcissist who's on this platform to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I want to provide awareness about what narcissism is. There's a lot of people that are just now learning more about narcissism than what's ever been learned about before. A lot of people are becoming aware of what it is, how destructive it can be, how it destroys families, people's lives, relationships, and how it's done that in people that I know, but how it's done that in my life, through my journey and through everything that I've been through. I'm on this platform now, not just to provide that awareness, but to provide healing, growth, and change. To be able to provide people with some of the tools, maybe it's just the closure, or maybe it's answering questions, maybe that's the perspective of a self-aware narcissist to say like, hey, this is what I've done, this is what I've gone through, so that people understand the mindset, or to be able to get that closure from someone that they'll never hear that honesty from ever again. Sometimes I'm on here as well, just to provide change and healing to people, to be able to say like, hey, this is how you can get out of that relationship. This is how you can heal from that. And I do that by going through a lot of times with people on one-on-one -on -one events and like coaching or live events that we're able to be able to sit down and kind of walk through what you're thinking about the situation and how to be able to get out of it, whether that's physical steps of how to get out of it or whether it's mental steps. Because a lot of narcissism goes off the aspect of hope and potential that keeps you locked in longer than what you want to be locked in. It keeps you going back to a person that you acknowledge and you realize mentally, hey, this is a toxic relationship and I shouldn't be in this relationship. It's not healthy for me. You start to notice it's not healthy for me from you know my weight gain or my anxiety or my stress levels or you name it. There's so many different things that pop up when you're in that type of environment. And people know, hey, this isn't healthy for me, but I don't know how to leave. I don't know how to stay gone because I keep going back to that person because I want to see them. I want to help them. I want to be with them. I want to interact. I feel like something's missing. And a lot of times narcissists will hold on to that and keep pulling you back. So I work with people to work them through three different stages. One's the trauma bond to be able to break free from that trauma bond to help rewire their mind so that they are dealing in a place of truth and of facts so they can get out of that relationship or they can change their thought process about it so they're not always getting sucked back into that relationship. Then I also help them kind of step through that process of detoxing from the narcissist because you're actually coming off an addiction to another person that they forced upon you. And oftentimes that detox process seems very confusing because there's an aspect of peace because you're not actively being abused by this person, but it doesn't feel peaceful because that aspect is missing. It might be anxiety, it might be adrenaline, it might be oxytocin, it might be a whole bunch of different things that's not pumping through your body or pumping through differently than what you've experienced based on your relationship with the narcissist. And then I work with people in the aspect of clarity and vision. And that's the idea of going forward, how are you going to succeed? How are you going to avoid getting into this relationship or a different relationship that's also toxic? Let's learn how to set boundaries. Let's learn how to set our self-worth, our self-value, and continue forward going in that direction. That's a little bit about me. 
If you haven't had a chance, check out some of the other uh, platforms and venues that we have, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, obviously YouTube, because we're on here right now, but also check out the NARC app. It's the one aspect that's not on any of those venues, and that's an actual physical app that you can have on your phone called NARC, N-A-R-C, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's on there with different aspects of having different courses, different exercises, and a community that you can engage with. As weekly lives, as monthly Zoom calls, multiple different things that you can do to be able to educate yourself, learn and protect yourself so that moving forward, you can have those proper boundaries and continue that growth pattern so that you're healed and happy. Anyways, that's one to throw that out there real quick. Anyways, narcissists, oftentimes they don't let go. It seems like they can't let go in those relationships. And you're like, why? Like a normal relationship, like the past relationship that I had, it seemed normal. We got to the end. We said, hey, this isn't working out. We should break up. We broke up. And then it that was it. Like it didn't seem to go on forever. It didn't seem to keep coming back to the other person. It didn't seem like they kept contacting me. It didn't seem this craziness that it feels like I'm in right now. Like what is going on with that? Well, oftentimes you'll see with narcissism, you'll see the idea of almost being obsessed. And oftentimes you'll see that come out with stalking of the relationships over and they're still showing up in your door. They're still showing up at your work. They're still following you different places or sending other people to follow. They'll have flying monkeys, whether that's their friends or their family that are going to like check on you, that are going to see like, hey, what's this person doing? Are you actually okay? They don't really care about that. All they want to know is that control. And they'll often use that through obsession of stalking you. So a lot of times it's like, why won't they leave? Why can't they handle us not being apart? Typically, you'll see that obsession that comes out, that stalking that comes out. And you'll also see the smear campaign. You'll see that kind of all of a sudden pop up where, okay, if if I'm not going to be with you, then no one's going to be with you. Or, you know, if you thought you were going to do this on your own, well, you know, you're not. And this is what I'm going to do. And you'll see them start to come out and start to degrade and devalue you on social media, in front of your friends, in front of your family, all over the place. And that smear campaign is very intentional to try to lower what you think about yourself and also what other people think of you ultimately to get back to what everybody thinks about the narcissist. As a narcissist, if I can come into your life and if I can devalue you and smear you and shame you down a level, then people are going to think better about me. I want people's validation. I want people's support. I want people's love and attention and affection, but I don't deserve it because of how I'm treating another person. So I have to be able to lower the other people, the other standards around me. When the narcissist leaves, they don't want to be, they don't want to look like the bad guy. They don't want to look like, hey, this is the reason why that relationship failed. This is the reason why it was so toxic. So what they'll do is they'll switch it around on you and they'll, they'll conduct a smear campaign to try to bring you down so that everybody else sees, hey, it's not really me. That person's the crazy person. So oftentimes a narcissist will end up smearing you. The other aspect too of when they can't let go is they'll turn around and they'll start to justify and they'll blame everything else. They'll justify their own actions and then again, they'll put the blame on other things, on other people. Because ultimately, again, they don't want to be able to accept the blame. They don't want to accept the accountability of what's actually going on in that situation. Now, why can't narcissists let go? What's actually like holding them on? Well, a lot of times that goes down to what is underneath and underlying narcissistic personality disorder. And that's the idea of insecurity. Ultimately, a narcissist is insecure. 
And you might hear that and be like, wait a second, like they don't appear insecure, they don't act insecure. Like if anything, I get the exact opposite. Oftentimes that is part of their mask. That's part of what they wanna throw up to be able to sell other people, hey, I'm secure, I'm good, I'm, I'm special, you should be that way too. I only interact with special people. I'm only entitled, you know, all this different type of stuff they're gonna throw back up because they wanna be able to hide that. They can't handle that idea of insecurity, which also has a huge underlying stem of shame. When a narcissist is experiencing any idea of shame, the concept is, let me get away from this as quick as possible. Think of it like you're cooking something on the stove and it's boiling and you go and you accidentally slip and you stick your hand in the boiling water. You're gonna remove it as fast as possible. If you think about that reaction of as fast as you move, that's how a narcissist will perceive that concept of shame. As soon as I feel that slight like moment of shame, that slight moment of guilt that I'm gonna internalize and put on myself, gotta run got to disappear, got to get away from it as fast as possible. Now, whether that's physically leaving or whether that's just devaluing or confusing the other person, the goal is to get away from that concept, that feeling of guilt and shame as quickly and as fast as possible. So oftentimes the narcissist will continue to go into their lives and justify what they're doing, blame other people, they'll obsess over other people, they'll smear other people, anything they can do to be able to change the image that other people see. A narcissist don't want to have the image that's actually there. That's why there's a mask. They don't want to take off the mask and actually show, hey, I have shame, I have insecurities. But when they actually acknowledge that and see that there's shame and insecurities, that's typically when you have the narcissist that gets a narcissistic injury or they just run. Because they don't want to do the work to be able to sit inside that shame, sit inside that guilt, sit inside that insecurity and do the work to figure out what's actually going on and process it. As a result, you'll see a lot of narcissists after they leave, after the breakup, that they go through all those different stages. They go through all those different things that they do for the sole purpose sometimes just to seek, destroy, and they reenact revenge on another person. Again, it goes back to the idea of like, if, if I can't have you, then no one can have you. Sometimes it goes back to the idea of ownership, of I own you, no one else is going to touch you. No one else is going to own you. You see that happen multiple times. Narcissists oftentimes can't let go of their relationships because they're insecure about themselves and they don't want to admit the honest truth about their shame and their vulnerabilities that's underneath. I don't say that to build a case of like, oh, let's say, oh, poor narcissist, because these people also come into your life and they abuse you. And if someone's in your life actively abusing you mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually, get out and get help. And get into counseling, get into therapy, and talk to someone to be able to hear you out and be able to see, hey, this happens, and you're not crazy, you're not being oversensitive or anything like that. You're actually going through moments of manipulation and abuse. And I want you to try to get help as soon as you can. If you're in a relationship and you're seeing some of these traits, and then you leave the relationship and you see these traits even more, the obsession, the stalking, you know, where they're doing a smear campaign, where there's revenge, where there's all these different types of things, you might be getting out of a relationship with a toxic person. You might need some more support along that path because it can be very crazy after that. Hope this helps. Thanks so much.